Hello and welcome back to the GM Cancer Podcast. I'm Steve Bland and in this podcast we take a look inside cancer services here in the wonderful region of Greater Manchester. Now in this series we're looking specifically at inequalities that exist within our cancer system and we're looking at some of the work going on in our region to combat some of those inequalities and make sure that everybody gets access to the treatment and the outcomes that they deserve. In this episode we're talking about cancer screening and the conversation you're about to hear, we actually had at an amazing centre called People First in Tameside, where, uh, as you'll hear towards the end of the conversation, we uh, we get into some of the work that goes on in the centre. And it is really inspiring, really incredible. I hope you uh, think so too. Um, but it's a conversation all about screening and the inequalities that exist within the screening system, uh, particularly bowel cancer screening. Now, bowel cancer screening is is available to the whole population in a certain age bracket. Now, everyone in that age bracket is sent a kit, which you complete at home before posting back. You provide a small sample of poo, which then check for microscopic traces of blood. Uh, a bowel cancer screening can actually detect cancer at a, at a much earlier stage, well before you've got symptoms. So it's really, really, really important that people do their tests. But what we're finding is that there are loads and loads of barriers that stop people doing it. And some of those other things we're talking about, the health inequalities in our cancer system. So without further ado, this is the conversation that I had with Caroline and Hannah. So my guest in this episode are Caroline Martinson, who is a cancer screening improvement lead for the Pennine Bowel Cancer Screening Service. Hello, Caroline. Hi. I'm... You're a veteran of this podcast, aren't you? I've, in, I've, I've introduced you a couple of times. and uh, Yes, I've got profes- a professional head and a personal head. So I've been personal before and now it's the professional head. This is your third appearance, I think. Third, right? yes. Third appearance. <laughs> and we've also got Hannah Sturzaker. Uh, Hannah, you work for Answer Cancer, I think, as an engagement and development yep, worker. That's right. Just explain a little bit about what Answer Cancer is and what you do there. Yeah, so Answer Cancer is a programme that exists to increase the uptake in cancer screening. We are just covering Greater Manchester and we're going into our fifth year. So it's the Greater Manchester Cancer Screening Engagement Programme. That's what it is. And what do you do specifically? What does your job involve? My job is to engage with communities any community, any any group of people and give the message about what cancer screening is and how important it is, but also to dispel any myths and to just talk about cancer signs and symptoms in general too. Okay, fab. So um, let's get into the uh, inequalities uh, uh, topic then. Caroline, just explain maybe very broadly why inequalities exist in cancer screening. Yeah, so the... the problem with cancer screening programs they are a general population screening program so they're aimed at a specific target so for example bowel screening is for people aged uh, 54 to 74 um, as long as you're registered with GP but within that it doesn't take into account anybody who um, isn't registered with a GP so anybody who maybe is a traveller you know that of that population um, the letters that go out are standard letters everybody um, will get the same standard letter regardless of their language um, their cultural beliefs and um, the language uh, the average um, reading age for Greater Manchester is actually eight and these letters are going out at um, with I think they've been done at around 15 16 so there's quite a big gap between that information that's going out so are they standard letters that would go across all 
NHS Trust, you know, the whole country. Absolutely. It's a national programme, so um, the England programme, it's the same letter if you live in Manchester, if you live in London, if wherever you live, it's the same letter. There's no, you know, bespoke literature for different parts of the country where maybe different challenges exist? No, I mean, on the back of the letter, it will say if you want this in a different language, um, it's please go ahead but obviously you've got to understand the first bit to know to turn over so um yeah so it's things like that so people um again around not understanding what this kit is when it comes through the post not understanding why they need to go for a cervical screen and also then people supporting say people with learning disabilities thinking they don't need to access screening there's no reason for them to access cervical screening because they're not sexually active or there's no reason to um, access bowel screening because again they can't uh, demonstrate you know signs and symptoms and often verbalize you know what what's wrong so let's start looking a little bit at bowel cancer inequalities obviously that's your that's your area of expertise when we talk about you know, just Greater Manchester, what areas of inequality? What what are the main what are the main areas of inequality? I know you've touched on a couple there, but what are the main areas of inequality that we're talking about here? Yeah, we find um, the bowel cancer screening is lower in areas of deprivation, so where people um, haven't got the health literacy to understand the you know the requirements, or they've got other other. Uh, general concerns around paying bills they're unemployed they're quite often in areas where smoking's a higher prevalence so again it's a general health thing but then also within um the other um populations so anybody with learned disability and again it's as to again that requirement it's often relying on support staff to understand that they need to do the uh, bowel cancer screening kit and the importance of it um, and then anybody with a physical disability um, sight loss um, again it's how we then make sure we get these messages to those people because they're not you know they don't understand why they need to do it or they don't they haven't got the you know information directly in front of them just from this letter to know why they should do the screening so do we go out and 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 you know i know that the um i was i was on i was on uh, bbc radio scotland a couple of weeks ago i was saying to you guys before we started recording that um uh, there was a piece of, uh, about bowel screening and and they were saying that over thirty percent of people weren't returning their samples, yeah. and 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 actually the target is a lot. That's actually not a bad result, is it? Given the targets that exist, and but do we know? You know, say you you went to those thirty percent in in Scotland or whatever it is in Greater Manchester. Do we know why people aren't returning their samples? Yeah, again, it's about we find that people. The idea of screening is to test you when you're feeling well. So that's it. They get the kit in the post and think, well, I haven't got any of these signs and symptoms. I haven't got this family history. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't feel unwell. They associate with going to the hospital is when you're not feeling well or to the doctor. But they don't. And this is the idea of screening is to get it at that early stage when you haven't got the signs and symptoms, but you don't know what's going on. And by doing a simple stool test, because it's looking for blood in your stool, um, that hasn't been detected before, then we can start some, do some further investigation. So it is, it's getting that mindset around making sure people do this while they're feeling well. Plus, it's the fact that, we've said before, it's talking about poo. People don't like and about 
like talking about that part of the body it's disgusting it's it's that particularly in men as well because again that area of the body the the thought of then to have to have some further investigation it's you know again it's a it's a barrier straight away because this is the thing with cancer isn't it you know cancer more broadly but particularly bowel cancer that you know i mean not particularly bowel cancer all cancers really you pick them up earlier the treatments and the and surgical techniques now are so incredible now that we can you know, we can cure these things and we can even if we can't cure them we can make a real big impact on people's lives are people just you know it's that old kind of thing isn't it it always happens to other people it's never well, going to happen to me i think that's why our program is so important because it is about just talking about cancer statistics as well like one in two of us will get it at some point but it's about flipping the negatives into a positive catching it early knowing what you can do and when we talk about bowel screening i think it's really important to say it does pick up microscopic blood in your poo, which isn't always cancer. So it's that health kind of check, isn't it? And it's about getting across the message to the average person on the street, but also different cultures. It's a health check and it's not just about cancer. So there's a wider kind of message, but also um, benefit from doing it. We saw with bowel cancer, obviously Deborah James uh, died in June of last year, um, June 2022, you know, over a year ago now. and. And the referral numbers and the and the and the, the number of people returning their, their screen their samples it went went through yeah. the roof didn't it yeah. and I yeah, don't know yeah. you know why these things kind of you know spike and then don't and, and then don't carry on because the message is really clear isn't it yeah. or it should be really clear maybe that's the problem that it's really clear to us it was funny we did some um, focus groups some time ago with um, one of the answer cancers predecessors if you like and a lot of it was people haven't got the time we've got busy lives and if you think obviously what we went through from 2020 bowel screening and all screening was paused for a while so people weren't doing the kits but then when we started screening again and sending the kits out again people were still stuck at home the rates did so we're comparing figures now from two years ago and it looks like the rates have dropped and there's two of those reasons as i mentioned the under 60s are now being invited but then also because people are back to their busy lives and one of the main feedbacks that we got from people was they haven't got time to be ill they've if they're you know they've got a family or they've got a job and the, the thought of then having to then have some further treatment following this test they they haven't got the time to do that so they would rather just carry on and with their head in the sand and and not worry about that that gate that came through the pause because that might mean i've got a problem and i need to do something about it this is where bowel maybe is a slightly different one as well because as you alluded to earlier it is you know it's poo it's 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 that down there area yeah, that we yeah. don't like talking about we're all a yeah. bit you know i was gonna say squeamish but that's the wrong word it's not squeamish we just we just don't like talking about it do we it's when you see the impact of this disease and and you see your good friends dying you think you know people are dying because we don't want to talk about our poo when you break it down like that it seems utterly baffling doesn't it's it it's silly really isn't it so we do talk about poo to anybody and boobs and it's about making it not a taboo um, a prudish kind of subject yeah. we all do it even so let's just get over that now um, but it's about recognising if your poo is changing isn't it and I think I've said this we've, we've talked about this at another time I think where in this country the toilets the cisterns don't catch your poo whereas in like spain they kind of go out and they catch your poo so when you turn around and flush you can see 
what you've done whereas now our toilets it just goes straight down and then it's covered with toilet tissue paper isn't it so you can't see if you're having any changes and I think we're so used to ignoring our aches and pains and just getting on we don't want to bother the doctor especially because of covid we don't want to um, be seen as a kind of nag but we need to do that because we know our bodies more than anyone else and i think that's one of the messages that i think we need to get out there it's about you knowing your body and doing something about it being confident enough and not embarrassed to talk about your poo and making it clear when you see the gp how things have changed for you because everybody's different in that sense, aren't they? The way they poo. Yeah, and and I think while you know we'll talk in a sec about all the stuff going on in Greater Manchester to encourage people to do the screening, there is a massive responsibility on all of us, isn't there? This is, you know, I don't think you could stop anybody in the street or any, particularly you know, women in the street, and say what are the symptoms of breast cancer, and you'd probably get a decent idea if people would probably understand what they're looking for they'd probably understand you know the age of the age of screening mammograms and that kind of thing what you know and i think probably it'd be the same with bowel cancer they probably would have an idea of what you know a blood in your poo that's probably or it could be one of the early signs of bowel cancer and there's a breakdown between that and actually doing something about it, isn't it? I think there's a huge issue here about, not trust, but about people accessing their GP. So for somebody who's had bowel issues and been told they've got IBS, and then they keep going back to the doctor because they know something's changed, it's that, it's having that, I don't know, that kind of push and that drive to to try and get across how they are feeling. And it might seem a bit silly, so I think sometimes people don't, go to the GP when they know there's something wrong because they're going to be made to feel silly maybe and when we talk to people on the street about screening quite a lot of the time if they've had any negative experience in any health and social care setting GP dentist or whatever when they get that NHS letter about screening something they don't have signs and symptoms for why would they do it why would they do something or turn up um, or take time off work or get on a bus somewhere or pay for parking to be made to feel silly or small do you know what I mean so I think we need to challenge that and just be aware of that as a huge barrier for any kind of cancer screening but also accessing healthcare in general um so these are some of the challenges then what is happening in GM to address some of these challenges Caroline yeah so because they're talking about bowel screening um because again that's we've got to think about those challenges of where people with learning disability quite often then can't express those those feelings or how they you know any changes and they're relying on support staff so what we've done in, in um gm is to train those care staff tra- train i've done some um training here at we're at um, people first in Thameside. I've done some training here with both the, the members and the, and the staff. So again, it's that whole awareness. But we've actually challenged the national program to change the way they do deliver the bowel cancer screening program. And we did a pilot in Bury, um, where we call it's called a learning disability flagging project, so that the information held at the GP is passed on to the bowel cancer screening program, so that they can. Um, identify prior to screening if they've got a learning disability and for that they are now getting further support they're now getting an easy read letter so that the letter that arrives is easy is more understandable um, and then they're getting a phone call which it was one from the nurses but it's now from 
my role in the, as the cancer screening improvement lead, we phone the staff or the member to see if they need any further support. So just to give them that extra support in completing the kit and as to why they're completing the kit and to think about the whole pathway that if they do then get a positive, they need to go on for this further investigation. So they're getting that extra step uh, to try to tackle that inequality of not understanding what the, you know, what the screening program's about. Hannah touched on on a couple of the more sort of socio-economic factors. Yeah. You know, why would you go and spend a bus fare? Why would you go and spend a parking fare? When money's really tight, you're counting your pennies every month. Yeah. Yeah, that seems something like you don't need to spend money on if if you if you're experiencing no symptoms whatsoever. Mm. How do we get around that? You know, is there is there any support available for people maybe who who are you know are struggling financially to make make sure it's as easy as possible for them to go for these tests yeah i mean that's one of the beauties about the bowel cancer screening it's all done in your own home you don't really have to go anywhere the only drop-off way finding is that if people then get this positive kit they then need to go on further investigation which at the moment is all by telephone you'll get a consultation with a nurse to check your suitability but it will then be colonoscopy it is the gold standard and it's the part of the National Screening Programme is to go for colonoscopy and that's when we get in the drop-off rate for those very reasons that people have done this kit because it's come through the post, it's quite simple, not expecting it to be anything else and then when they get the phone call to, to find out they then need further investigation, they find out they've got to have a colonoscopy, that's a barrier, they'll stop doing that, find out they've then got to go to a hospital and again that, that financial incentive is, um, you know, we do use different sites and we have three site, three main screening centres across Greater Manchester which offers about 10 or 11 different hospitals, so again it's, if you were in Thameside and you had to go to, it was easier for you to get to Oldham rather than Manchester, that, you know, that's a possibility, but yeah it does rely on people unfortunately there is no funding around taxis or bus services and everything so it is you know you're relying on somebody to take you or to be able to get a bus to one of these localities yeah. and yeah. I think added to that if you if you're relying on a carer or if you're elderly even you're relying on a, a son or a daughter to take you the appointments are in the week so you don't want to bother your, yeah. your son or daughter yeah. do you know what I mean so given you know some of these financial pressures are probably not easily solvable it's about education I guess then Hannah is it you know to actually get out to people and just explain as hard as it is it you know I know the bowel cancer done in, in your home but if you're talking about your mammogram your smear you know your two or three pound bus fare is actually worth it you know it needs to be done but it is really hard and I think some people like we were talking about earlier just don't want to know yeah they maybe don't see it not as important but it's just not they they just don't care and I think that's that's a very sad thing to to kind of witness where people don't think enough of themselves to have a health check that could save their life are there any uh, resources we can we can point people to if if um you know a lot of people listening to this might be you know, working in cancer, but for someone that's maybe not working in cancer, are there any resource we, uh, resources we can yeah, point them to? so especially for bowel, there's Bowel Cancer UK, um, there's videos online, uh, NHS websites have got videos about how to do the test, also ask.com have got videos about bowel screening in different languages, that was done with Answer Cancer years ago, I think they, it's on the website there, um, but then 
different methods of cancer screening like cervical and breast easy read does exist but it's gov websites isn't it for that then there's the actual charities which have got amazing resources um like breast cancer now lots of different leaflets it's not just about cancer screening what happens it's about secondary diagnosis it's about lots of different things um about the pathway uh, and about all different areas of treatment but as well for cervical cancer joe's trust their website is incredible but you do have to print off their resources so all these things exist it is about knowing where to look isn't it why do you think um so let's go back a little bit to something we talked about earlier why do you think it is that someone like deborah in bowel cancer for example you know can get through to people so well in terms of the in terms of doing you're doing your screen uh, doing your tests or, or you know you know cory storyline does get through so well in terms of your smear you know why do these things kind of really connect with people i think it's the hum- human side and i think the storylines don't just show, show the individual who's going through it they show the impact on family and friends and i think when you do talk to someone Uh, about cancer screening people tell you about their cancer stories or the stories they've heard of their friends and family and it's important to know that cancer as a disease and other diseases affects everybody and it's about knowing what support is there obviously Macmillan aren't just there for the individual they're there for the friends and the family who sometimes feel maybe they can't access that as well as Cancer Research UK they've got the phone number with a nurse on the end of it so if you've got actual medical clinical questions that you didn't get to ask during your appointment of 10 minutes or whatever you can ring up as the family friend or person involved um so yeah but we're seeing more and more and more uh, maybe that's the impact of people on instagram is actually you, you know these are young women these are young men and it's and it's and it's not your typical case is that is that kind of you know it's that kind of like stark example when they're telling the story warts and all it's really easy to to see isn't it like you know this is not this is not something that happens to other people yeah that's what's been surprising because again cancers tend to increase as you get older so that's why originally the bowel cancer screening started um, at 60 up to 74 so we are bringing it lower and we are finding that people that younger age aren't doing the screening and again I think that is because they are fit and well they're feeling they're feeling okay um so again why should we do it and they're working so they haven't got the time then to go if they think if they have got to do an appointment so again it is just getting that education um around like i say not just particularly say with say with learned disabilities with the people who are going to be invited but also the staff who are supporting them and you know to, to know that it is something that they you know they need to do so in the education for um when he said then about you know that people are working hard, doing education for employers, you, you maybe understand that yeah. understand that their staff have to go for an appointment, so, and and you need to give them time to do that. Yeah. So answer cancer. I've got a pledge, um, which is for employers and companies to pledge that they will give time off for their employees to get their cancer screening which I think for women as well is very important because they're more likely to need the appointments off for the smears for the breast screening mammograms whereas when it comes to bowel screening you can kind of do it in your own time and I think majority of us do have a system um, where we go in the evening or the morning and rather for a poo that is not at work kind of thing so so that's something easier. 
Caroline, just tell us a little bit about the place we are. We're at People First. You mentioned before in Tameside. Just tell us about this this building, People First, and what you know what goes on here. Yeah, so uh, the People First, there are um, People First um, across Greater Manchester, across the country, I think, and they they, they are charity run, but they are to support people with learned disability, to show that they are, because you know they can. Um, support them within the community because a lot of people who come here um, are independent livers that uh, um, live independently sorry um, and they um, some of them work a couple of the guys here have just got jobs at Ikea and things so it is a place where they support people um, with a learned with various different learning disabilities and just about them make them make the choices in their lives so this be somewhere where they'd come if they got an invite for survival or they got the bowel cancer screening kit it's highly likely they would come to the staff here to ask them about it so it's important for the staff to know here what the ages are what the screening rules are if you like so that they can support them to access those services would the staff go out uh, uh, proactively to them to, you know if if one of the people who comes to the centre didn't actually come and say, I've, I've got the test, what do I do with it? Do the staff go and say, yeah, they have, have you got the test yet? Yeah, so they'll have different age? staff that will um, go in to support them in their own home. Um, so then they'll see the kit come and, you know, it's that's when they can support them. And quite often they'll have a key worker who works with them um, on a weekly basis where they'll take them shopping and go to their own home so they'll see you know they've got these letters that have come to invite them for screening and they've not addressed them um so then yeah that's what the you know the staff's role will be in that just to to give them that support and the extra information that they might need i mean things like um for the bowel cancer screening if you get a positive kit the as i said the the telephone call consultations are done uh over by telephone but if it's felt that it'd be better with a face-to-face because they need that support and quite often to interact with somebody face-to-face and then if they then need to go on for colonoscopy um, they can come and visit the unit and I know it's the same with breast screening if somebody's invited for a breast screening appointment and they haven't been before the people can go to um, look around the unit see what the machine's like and, and, and in an environment that makes them feel comfortable um and if they're pe- you know, people prefer a morning appointment, you know, and longer appointments are given, certainly for cervical and breast and breast screening, so that people have got that support. Uh, because it's quite um, frightening for somebody to go to a cervical screen, for example, and if they've got a support worker with them who can't go into the room, so things like that can be made. And same with mammograms, it's a small area. Quite often the support worker can't go in, but as long as they're there to support them up to the point of going for the... Uh, mammogram then those things can be you know be put in place it's um just to wrap up it's it's always really interesting uh, these conversations because we you know the challenges we have in greater manchester for lots of different cancer types are really extreme compared to some other parts of the country and and yet you hear some of the amazing work that's going on and you see you know the the um you know, the progress being made with all these different kinds of programs and the different you know, anti-cancer is fantastic and, and the work that goes on in this building obviously is is incredible too and it kind of really makes you feel quite positive doesn't it about um 
you know, about where we could be in five or ten years' time with these things. Yeah, I think that is the fabulous thing about Greater Manchester is we're not frightened to challenge and to do things a yeah. little bit differently. So, for example, the Learning Disability flag- Flagging Project I've been working on had been done in one other area, I think it was in the northeast. So we've taken that idea but then adapted it and grown it, grown it and made it better. And then the, the idea is then that we can now take that programme and spread and share it with the, bowel screen, with the breast screening and cervical screening lessons that we've learned from that and other other you know health initiatives um and not just in gm then we you know it will spread widely so i love that we've good. taken it and made it a bit better yeah that's what we do here isn't <laughs> yeah, it? yeah exactly that's, that's great thank you very much caroline and All thank right. you hannah as well no problem thank you <laughs> and there we go that's the conversation that i had with hannah and with caroline really really interesting i told you it would be um and great to hear at the end the work that goes on at people first and there are centres like that all across our region doing incredible work, you know, filled with amazing people doing their best to tackle these health inequalities and so much more and make sure that people do get access to the treatment and ultimately the outcomes that they deserve. Um, we're going to look at some more health inequalities later in this series, so make sure you stay tuned. In the meantime, do check out previous episodes and please, please, please do check out GM Cancer on all your social media platforms. <laughs>